welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends Podcast. My name is Liv. Thank you for being here. You know, thank you. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where I gave you way too much information, but that's what I do, okay? Sharing is caring. Genuinely, nothing is off the table, okay? What are we doing today? Okay, so first and foremost, I am wearing a chemise, I think it's called. I don't know. But like, it's a bougie little dress, right? It's hot pink. We've got like some lace, some sequins, super, super cute, right? Shout out underpinnings, lingerie of Louisville, Kentucky for outfitting me in like the cutest little outfits. Thank you. Go check them out. My girlfriend, Hannah, works there. She's an expert. Please go talk to her, okay? Go let her upgrade your life. So really feeling like the most like bad bitch Barbie self today, okay? We took a shower, right? We had a little snacky snack. We went to the gym. We got new lighting, okay? I can't tell if you can tell yet because it's still light outside, but we have a new lighting set up. Finally pulled the trigger and just went for it, you know? But I'll give you a minute. A moment for the outfit. My hair, I was going to wash, but it's still kind of blown out from yesterday. I, guys, I'm a fancy gal, okay? I went to a gala. Am I surprised? No. I've spent, I've gone to so many of these types of things. And it was fun. It was the American Heart Association Heart Ball. It was celebrating the 100th anniversary of the American Heart Association. And I really do enjoy those types of environments. And I realized that a lot of people have not been in them. And where I grew up was kind of like a unique place where like a lot of those things are happening all the time because a lot of people that live there are older, retiring, have a lot of money, former celebrities, like stuff like that. And so I had a really unique opportunity throughout my upbringing to be in these spaces and learn how to exist among people who I did feel different from in a lot of, I mean, one, I was a teenager or like a child and they were older, but also, you know, these were like network opportunities for my dad that I was there, like as his guest, assisting him in his own networking and like representing the brand of my dad as a person and the family and whatever. So that is like a unique experience that I totally understand not everybody has, but I haven't been to an event like this in a while. The last one I went to was like a year ago. And I went for my work with some people from my work. And I was like really interested in how they existed in the space because everybody kind of shows up differently. And you can tell when people are like uncomfortable with it or when they're like, oh, I've I've been to the fanciest of these and this just isn't cutting it. And it's like, you do need to, for some amount, like respect the people that have put it on because they are not equal, right? Like people organizations, they have different budgets. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but I went with a buddy of mine who maybe we'll get him on here. I'm sure he has like great stories from his twenties. Honestly, he does have one of like getting the white picket fence and it not working out. So might talk to him about that, but like, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He's itching to, to tell what he, to say what he has to say. So it'll be exciting to see if that happens. Um, I will say, I do feel like maybe my boobs should be bigger for this. Guys, should I get my boobs done? Yes or no? What do you think? Just kidding. Not kidding. Anyways, so there's that. Uh, it was super fun. American Heart Association. So it was like, it was a black tie event. I wore pants because that's what I had. Everybody was wearing floor length gowns. And I was like, I 
this was kind of last minute for me. So I did not go out and purchase a floor length gown. I was going to wear one dress that I have not tried on in three years. And three years ago, it was like cute. It was all right. And like, I was really skinny three years ago because I was raging eating disorder. I was taking ADHD medication daily, which helped with the eating disorder, like stuff like that. And so I was, I was a bit skinnier than I am now. And like, I very much like the way that my body looks now. That is something that like going to the art museum, I really appreciate because I feel like I don't see my body represented in social media quite as frequently, but I see my body in paintings. And maybe that's why I love art museums so much is because I feel connected to it because I see this like very feminine figure of like this dress that I tried on, like I couldn't get it over my ass. And once I got it over the ass, my butt cheeks were hanging out. Right. And so there was the part of me that was like, oh my God. And then there was the other part of me that was like, oh my God. All right, Dumpy. Dumpy McDumperstein is dumping. Okay. She's out. She's about. She's killing it. And then there's the other part of me that's like, ooh, society says that like if my butt is going to be this big, then my tummy needs to be non existent. And my ribs, like I have a wide rib cage comparatively. Like I look at other women and I'm like, I just feel like I'm like broader. Like I definitely, if you want some linebacker kids, hit me up. All right. Because apparently that's, that's how my body be built. Like no matter how small I have made my body, some things just have always remained the same, including my hips are really wide. My shoulders are kind of broad. My rib cage is wider. Like I'm just not this like dainty figure. So when I compare myself to people who are, that's not fair. And so I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, if I want to see bodies that look like mine, I will go find it. I will look up like the birth of Venus painting, I think is like a really phenomenal example of like, that was kind of the first time that I was like, oh, my body does look like that though. You know, where like her hips are kind of wide and she's like kind of soft and like doesn't really have boobs. And like she has that, um, like I have a really prominent it looks like my top two abs but in reality like I at one point in time thought they were fat rolls I have sucked in my I sucked in my stomach for 10 years every single day all the time sucked in so that my stomach would be as tight as possible and I have like scar tissue in my body from doing that like I got an x-ray done and they were like do you suck in your stomach all the time like you build muscle and like scarring basically. So I was like, yeah, I feel like I can never take a full breath. And they were like, yeah, that's why. That's why. And part of it I learned about on TikTok too, where it was like, hey, all of us have this thing that we're doing that shit in the, in the early 2000s, in the 90s of like, let me just suck in my tummy so that way it looks like I have a flat stomach. Like your stomach isn't supposed to be flat. Your organs are supposed to live in there, right? Like you're supposed to be soft. You're supposed to have a little bit of extra fluff here to protect your organs so you don't die, okay? You, you, I am talking to you. You have to have a little bit of softness so that your body doesn't eat itself. And so that if you fall over, you don't like impale a vital organ, all right? So that's what we're doing. And this outfit just didn't fit my body the same because my body looks different. Like my hips have gotten wider. My body has gotten a little softer in some areas. Like I have developed a much more feminine appearance than I had when I was basically taking baby meth, right? Like that's to be expected. 
You know, my face has gotten a little bit rounder and a little bit fuller. And like, I look healthy. I look like I have life in me, not like children, but like that I am alive. We're tracking. So that's, that's where I'm at. And I think art museums, if you feel like you can't find your body type on social media represented and you're like kind of a, like, I want to say mid-sized, but like a little under mid-sized, but also not like skinny, but also not like very in between. Like, I don't know. I just exist. I don't know. Go to an art museum. Okay. So there's that. It is frustrating though. I'll, I'll put that out there. It is, it is quite frustrating to try to navigate those feelings. Anyways, moving on. So this gala, it was super fun. There was like silks, aerial silks and people like dangling on them and dancing and doing the fun things. And it was bougie. It was bougie. It was fun. I quite enjoyed it. had like a carnival theme going to it. Also, please don't judge me. I do have a blanket on my knees because this dress is like a little short and I'm a little cold. But yes, I did buy like a cute house dress to wear around. That's not my muumuu. I almost bought a muumuu today, but I didn't because we are responsible with our money and I have muumuus at home and we're going to use the ones that are at home because your girl needs to get groceries, right? Groceries or muumuu, priorities. This week, the priority was comida. Anyways, there were aerial silks, people. There were people dressed up as like little carnival people, like canning stuff out. I don't know. There was like princesses. It's a very Kentucky thing, apparently, that they name like derby princesses and then they do like all of these socialite events and I miss being a socialite you know I really did and then getting to do that again I was like god I love existing in the like these are the spaces that I I so genuinely enjoy being in I love them and I know so many people hate them and I'm like I live for these these are the most fun environments for me like I don't get how people don't have fun you know like I have to network and I have to you're making friends networking is fun but I get that it's not a skill that everybody has so I I had a great time I highly recommend it also shout out to the American Heart Association preventing heart disease fighting stroke working on you know educating people love love that mission keep on doing it because the people deserve to survive in 100 years wow so fun fact about me when I was 10 years old I did get CPR certified through Oh, it wasn't the American Heart Association. It was the Red Cross. Never mind. Not relevant story. So moving on, moving right along. Okay. All right. The sun has set a little bit. So the new lighting is really starting to show. Love that. So cute. We're going to pull out the list. I made lots of little videos of my time. And it's honestly, it's really funny. I go out in public and whenever I'm like with friends, they're like, oh my God, the influencer's here. And I'm like, yes, it's fun. I love it. You know, falling back in love with sharing my life and, and posting on social media, especially because like I never did it before. Like when I was 12 years old, maybe I did it. But like, again, not actively, not a lot because I was humiliated with being alive. And so getting to really showcase all the fun, cool, amazing, exciting things that I get to do is awesome. Okay. I love it. And I love that. Like I get to have my friends in on it. I also did. I went to, I had my fancy dinner friends. I've got two girlfriends in town who we've, we joked this weekend that we are fancy dinner friends. We're short distance friends. And it is really quite pleasant to have girlfriends that you can just 
go out with, you have a nice dinner and you just get to like laugh and oh my, and you do like just having that time to like have connection and gossip about little nothings. Like it, it, we're not talking about like, how do we, how do we cure cancer? How do we end world hunger? No, we're just like, oh my God, let me tell you what's happening. And I'm like, I don't know the people that they're talking about. They don't know the people that I'm talking about, but you don't have to. And like, I think that's something that people forget is it's like, oh, well, I can't have a conversation about what's going on in this person's life. If I don't like know the people you don't have to, honestly, it makes it easier. It makes it more fun to like, just be able to have a conversation. Cause like you understand how people are. You don't have to know the people that you're talking about in order to talk about them. Shit. We do it with celebrities all day long. So we went to dinner. We went to the Hotel Genevieve. There's a restaurant called Rosette's and it was super cunty, like the cuntiest of cunty restaurants. And we just had like a cute little girl's dinner. We gossiped for hours. I had a lovely glass of wine. And like, here's the thing. I I do enjoy a wine pairing. And one of my girlfriends that was there was like, don't pair it. Just get what you want. And I was like, yeah, because like I want like – a light fruity girly wine, but then I want to eat like steak. And I feel like a fruity girly wine doesn't go with it. And she was like, who cares? And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. But in my head, I'm thinking of that TikTok sound that was like, it started with the wine, the wine, the wine. It started with the wine. Like, because the guy was like, darling, the Riesling. And she's like, you can't bring Riesling. We're eating monkfish. And he's like, I like Riesling though. And she's like, no, you got to bring like a red wine. And he's like, I don't like red wine. I like Riesling. Why would I not bring the wine that I like? And she's like, fine, then we'll get both. Honestly, I don't know why they didn't get there to begin with. I like what I like and the people like something else. So I'm going to bring what I like and let the other people drink the other stuff. Like, it's not hard. Anyways, so I had a lovely little sweet girly fruity wine. We had, this is what's nice about like fancy dinner friends is that if you have the right fancy dinner friends, here's how it goes. What appetizers are good? well, this one, this one, and this one are delicious. And then we look at each other and we go, we'll get all three and we'll split them. Right. And then we get an entree, right. And everybody gets a little entree. You just have to taste this. I'm a food sharer. Okay. And if you don't share your food, we probably will not be friends because like I go to a restaurant and I'm like, you got to taste a bit of this. I don't expect it back, but I very much am like, taste, taste this food. It's delicious here. And I mean, I've, I've dated people that are like, don't touch my plate. You have your plate. I have my plate. And I'm like, do you want a bite of my, no, really? Okay. All right. That's interesting. So moving along, we then for dessert. Okay. First of all, entree wise, let me tell you, if you ever get the chance to go the tortellini, the beef, uh, it had like a, not a mushroom. It's like a mushroom. It's like a truffle sauce. Oh, oh my God. The waitress was like, I don't eat beef. So I didn't, I haven't like tasted the tortellinis themselves, but like the sauce is really good. And I was like, well, thankfully I'm a saucy bitch. So give me the shit with the good sauce. Delicious. I was looking at it and I was looking at my girlfriend. I was like, I just want to like lick this sauce off of the plate. She was like, me too. Cause we got the same thing. And I was like, should we, should we be like, can I get some fries to like eat this with? And then we didn't, we didn't. Because we saved room for dessert. Other uh, pork chop also slapped me in the face. Fucking good. Delicious. Desserts. We did a like strawberry cake, a s'more creme brulee, and 
a crepe cake. I wouldn't get the crepe cake again. Like it was all right, but I didn't like the texture. Cause like, you know, you make it and then you soak it. So it's like the crepes weren't like light and fluffy. They were a bit dense. Uh, the strawberry bitch was good. She was good. You can't really go wrong with like strawberry cream cake. And then the s'mores creme brulee was so decadent. If I wasn't on my period, I probably couldn't eat it, but I was on my period. So I was like, give me another spoonful of that chocolate bitch. Um, and it had homemade graham crackers, which was bougie. But we we were sitting there and we were talking about it. And we were like, you know, once a month-ish, we get together and we find like a cute, nice, fancy little restaurant. And we splurge on like, we're fancy ladies having a fancy dinner. And I think that that's like, it's it's underrated. It truly is underrated to be like, I get to just go out, dress up. And like, I feel like people online talk about it of like, oh my gosh, we're like going out, we're making a big deal out of it. And like, you should, you should, those are important. It is so important to do fun things and celebrate them with the significance that they deserve. I'm a big believer of like celebrate as much as you can. And I get that that comes from a childhood of feeling like I wanted more celebration and didn't really get it. But I love the celebrations that we did have. Like there's certain holidays that are so big to me because my parents, made them possible. Like my mom went over the top with holidays to make them special for us. And like, I will always remember that of like waking up on Valentine's day to like for breakfast this morning, we're going to decorate cookies. And when we came home from school, like my mom had these tablecloths that were different, like themes. They were like Piva plastic covered, uh, tablecloths that like were different designs. They were reusable. They were washable. Don't call Paw Patrol. And they were like very, very kitschy, very cheesy, fun designs. And like our, we each had like a place at the table and it was always like our place settings were always like very eccentric of like a little gift and like stuff like that of like, it's a holiday, teehee, haha. And I really will never, ever, ever not be grateful for that experience because while I had a difficult upbringing and I you know, I'm able to look at my childhood and acknowledge the fact that like I was neglected and in a lot of ways, but we still like, that doesn't mean that we didn't have a lot of celebration for like holidays and stuff. And I loved that. Like, it just means that, you know, medically. And as I got older, like it became easier to be like, she's self-sufficient. She doesn't need us when like, no, I was still a child. And so both can be real at the same time. And I think people forget about that. But either way, celebrate everything. Find people that you can celebrate with. Because I will say in my adult life, I haven't gotten, to, I haven't really been like, we're celebrating me. You know, I've never been the best at being like, I did something and we're going to go celebrate the fuck out of it. I got promoted and I will never forget it. I got the promotion. I cried about it at work. And I was like, I'm so happy and I'm so excited. And who do I tell? Cause I told my, I like texted my girlfriend and was like, I got the job. This is great. And all of them were so happy for me. So excited. And I was like, I went home and I sat with my cats and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do, you know? And I had someone that was like, go get a drink. And I was like, I, I, that's not like, I, I don't, that's not like my idea of like, oh my God, the most amazing thing in the world happened. I need to go celebrate it. Let me go to a bar and have a nice glass of whiskey. Like, that's not me. That's not me. And thank God, one of my girlfriends, Reagan was like, let's go to brunch and like 
you and me are going to go to brunch. We're going to celebrate and like, oh my God, like you did it. And I will forever be grateful for that. Like, and it sounds silly, that like little breakfast of the two of us just to be like, you know, fun, fun dinner girls, fun brunch girls. Like I love going to a meal with a friend and just being connected in that time together and getting to like gossip about silly little things. Cause like none of those things matter. They do, but they don't. What they do because they are connecting you, but like in the grand scheme of things, again, it's not curing cancer. It's just building connection that makes you feel fulfilled and gives you the will to fucking live. So yes, I'm very grateful for my short distance friends, for my fun dinner friends, for my friend brunch friends. I love it. I am planning a party because I am a party planner. I'm a hostess, if you will. And two of my girlfriends might not be able to make it, but that's okay. That's okay. We are doing like a vision boarding party and I am thrilled. Okay. It's going to be before the spring solstice. So that way for the spring solstice, which is like the new year for the year itself, because I, well, I've already talked about it, right. Of like all of the ladies on TikTok were like, why are like, just because January is the new year doesn't mean like, it's the butt fuck middle of winter. Spring is a new year for the earth. And so that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I'm so excited. I have at least one girlfriend is also spending the night. So I was like, oh, we're having a slumber party. Okay. I'm going all out. I'm going all the fuck out because why not? When was the last time that you had like a sleepover similar to what you experienced in your childhood? Probably in your childhood, right? We're going above and beyond the era's tour. We're going to watch. Okay. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. The snacks that I am already getting the recipes for going to be fucking amazing. So let me tell you about my lemon lavender loaf. Okay. Literally it's my favorite spring tradition because it's, it tastes delicious first of all. And also like it's the like rebirth welcoming, like the welcoming cake for me for the year. Like welcome to feeling alive again. Like most people will like, oh, wake up and drink a thing of water with lemon in it. Okay, I would rather have cake though. So that's what I do and it's delicious. I might find the recipe for you guys if you want it. Um, I don't recommend putting the lavender flowers directly in the cake, but rather brewing like a lavender tea to use as the water for the cake and then garnishing with lavender because when the lavender's in the cake, it's just too much. But that's just me. That was a gross noise. I'm sorry, but also not really. Card time. This might be a shorter episode. I can't see the time, but it's just a little catch up because last week's episode, last week's episode was an hour. Technically it was 59 minutes when I uploaded it, but when I was editing it, it was like an hour and 15 minutes because I cut out a lot. Like I cut out a lot of gaps. I cut out a lot of like, I will move away from the mic so that I can take a breath so that you don't have to hear it. I will be talking, talking, talking breathe. Like that's, that's fully, I'll leave that one in so you can hear it. I might put that video on YouTube. TBD. Okay. So let me know if you liked the Zen card that we did. You know what I think? Ooh, we're going to do a couple because I didn't want to do a Zen card, but I kind of like this quote. Whether our assumptions are true or false does not matter for the individual shapes his or her reality on which he or she seeks. Throughout your day, question your underlying assumptions. So we know that our brain searches for things to make sure that they're true, right? If I tell myself every day that I am a goddess, I'm beautiful, I am 
a wonderful being, I'm going to walk into an art museum and I'm going to go, oh my God, that looks like me. Right. Because my brain is wired to say, yeah, we believe this. So we're going to continue to find affirmation of it. There's a video of Theo Vaughn in an interview where they're like, look around the room and look for all of the brown in the room that you can see, right? I'm going to give you a few seconds. Okay, you saw it. How many red objects did you see? Well, you weren't looking for red, so you didn't see it. But when you're looking for good, when you're looking for love, when you're looking for the joy in your life, you're going to see it a lot more. But you have to be actively work. Like it takes a lot of work to get to the subconscious point of, I just see all this beautiful, loving, wonderful stuff, right? Especially if you come from an environment that wasn't already like that. If you come from an environment that were really heavy on the victim energy and on like everything's out to get me, then it's going to take a lot of rewiring for your brain to get to a point where it goes, there's so much joy and beautiful love in the world, right? So think about that. It is the person that makes truth great, not truth that makes the person great. Yeah. Truth means little without action. How can you act on truth to make it great? I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. I'm going to pull from the idea space today. So we've talked about it before. The idea space is your thinker trying to work on, you know, beating burnout, all that fun stuff. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Ask many questions today and assume there is more hidden behind what you see. It's entirely possible that behind the perception of our senses, worlds are hidden of which we are unaware. That was Albert Einstein. If you don't know the truth, note you are not alone. Take comfort in the unknown. My family has come to the point where they're just like, yeah, I guess we're just going to accept that to be real. Um, I talk to dead people sometimes. And it's, I, I'm not at like a, I can just turn it on and like channel somebody. But like every so often I will have, you know, dreams where ancestors will come and interact with me or I can feel, you know, a past person's energy, stuff like that and get little, little bits of information, stuff like that. And I was afraid of that for a very long time because as a kid, it was very scary. It was very alarming to see things that other people didn't see or just see things that didn't feel like I should be seeing them, especially growing up in like a fairly religious Christian home that was like, you know, I went to Christian schools. I went to Catholic schools and I remember talking to them about like, well, what do you think of mediums? Cause I remember watching like the long Island medium and being like, I get that. No, like I, I, that happens. I, I know what she's talking about where like, I don't see it the same way, but sometimes I just like people will come to me and like, tell me things. And I'm like, Hey, this is going to sound weird, but, um, your grandfather on your mother's side passed away a couple months ago. Right. I just want to let you know, his energy feels really present with you. Um, I feel like you guys might've had a falling out. Like there's a lot of grief that I feel like he has of like, was he in the wrong with it? And they're like, what the fuck? And like, that's just an example, but it did happen to me. I was drunk in the back of an Uber and then this is also part of why I don't drink heavily is because I start really spewing shit and people are like, what the fuck? And then there's someone crying and it just, it's, it's weird. So when I finally got to a point and, you know, talked to people who, who felt like they had, you know, that had similar experiences to me and we're like, no, like that's normal. That's not crazy. I felt a lot better because suddenly the things that I were seeing weren't scary monsters. Like I had been told, you know, in Catholic school, like that's demonic. You'll go to hell. 
you will spend an eternity in hell for engaging in such things and being like, I don't believe that though. Why would that be true if like, okay, so pastors and priests are getting direct guidance from God on they're channeling God who's telling them what to do. But my grandma coming and telling me like, Hey, you need to stop taking the B vitamin. It's giving you kidney stones. That's fucking demonic. But the pastor's standing in front of everybody going, this piece of bread is now a piece of the body of Christ. That's not witchcraft. What the fuck? And I'm always going to come back to the church. I got a lot of church trauma friends, but I got a lot of comfort. Sorry. I got off. I get off track guys. Do you think I need to start taking ADHD medication again? Let me know in the comments below. So it, it has brought me a lot of comfort in my life to like come to the realization that like we are not alone and we are very much surrounded by the energies of loved ones that have passed and by, you know, other realms that are existing on top of us. Like whatever that looks like. I use the word realms because like, I don't know, I feel like that's, that's the best description of it. But like, yeah, it it truly is. Like, what do you believe? You know, do you really believe that heaven is a different place or, you know, that heaven is coexisting with where we are right now and that like you physically in this form might be separated from those loved ones, but that doesn't mean that they're, you know, we talk about like, they're always with you. Their love is always with you. Like we are the energy of our love, you know? And when we are able to accept that, we're able to like connect, move on and feel better and feel like death is not so scary. I know the last time we spoke. And when I say we spoke, I mean, I spoke and you listened because this is a podcast and that's how that works. The last episode, I pulled a card about death and like not fearing death. And I don't fear death because I know that you never really fully die, you know? And like, I think the only thing that we fear in death is not completing everything that we feel the egotistical desire to do in our, our life. Like death is, is the one thing that we are guaranteed. Death and love. But even love isn't fully guaranteed. You have to accept love. You don't have to accept death. Death is going to come to you regardless. And so being able to find peace in the fact that like wherever it is that you believe that you're going to go when you die, it's going to be okay. It is interesting though of like, I do wonder about it sometimes. I'm like, does the ghost of like Jeffrey Dahmer like hang out with like his kids just be like, hey, what's going on? I really can't do any harm right now, but like, how you doing? I just, just want to keep an eye out. Just want to hang out, you know, Ted Bundy and his like great granddaughter who got on TikTok and was like, my grandfather's Ted Bundy, just like sitting in the corner. He's like, hell yeah, I am. You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny to think about these things that like we don't talk about because they're taboo and it's weird. And it's like, oh, she's mentally ill. No, no. I mean like, yeah, maybe, but also anyways, I feel very like happy, truly. I mean, if I didn't feel happy, would I have put on my little silly, my silly gorgeous little dress so that everybody can see it? Done my little makeup. I'm trying to work on doing my makeup too, guys. I'm trying to learn. I only know how to do like a little bit of eyeshadow and I'm trying to do better about it. Okay. Because I don't really fully know how to do it. And I'm working on that because I feel like everybody else is so much more advanced with makeup than me. I don't know how to do skin makeup. So I don't know if you can tell, but I do have some breakouts happening because I was on my period. <laughs> And yeah, like I just, I admire it. And like when I go to fancy little events, I'm like, I feel like I want to judge myself a little bit more because I know how to do mascara and I know how to do lip gloss. Also, shout out of the week. I finally caved and found the e.l.f. Dior lip oil dupe. And I love the NYX dupe. The NYX fat lip drip oil. I love the colors that I have. I love the applicator, all the things, right? That's what I said. I was a fucking liar, all right? This 
is so luxurious. Specifically, the applicator, first of all, going to give you some ASMR, right? Going to open it. Oh, gorgeous, right? It is so pillowy, so soft. There's your ASMR for the day. Um, It's luxurious, okay? Truly luxurious. And it's eight bucks. What shade do I have? I have, so I wanted to get a shade that was different than what I already have because I have like a dark purpley mist call by NYX. I love that shade. It's like uh, black honey, Clinique-ish. I love the, no, that's chic is the one that I'm talking about. Mist call is like the pinky red one that I have. And then this one is like a nude. It's almost like, it's like a pinky brown. And this one is called Rose Envy. It's gorgeous. And it, so luxurious. I'm I'm going to be wearing lip gloss every single day. Like I wear lip gloss most days, but I'm going to start wearing it every single day, all day, every day. Okay. And I think it's funny. Like sometimes I'll show up to my big girl job and I don't do my makeup for work. I might start. And every so often I'll be like, I just, I wanted to feel myself. So I put on mascara and lip gloss and they're like, oh, okay. All right. Did you have a date? Did you, did you meet someone? Like what's going on? And I'm like, no, I just, I put on mascara because that's all I know how to do. But now I'm learning. Okay. I'm I'm just testing it out. I put a little bit on today and you literally can't even tell. But I feel fancy girl from it. Okay. Because I'm not adventurous yet. Because I'm still learning the basics. And that's the thing is like, you, I have to learn the basics. I have to do things like not well in order to get good at them. Okay. So I'm going to do it not well. And like, I'm going to wear the dress that totally takes away from it so that you're so focused on my gorgelini dress. And my gorgelini hair. And then my eyes are just like popping a little bit extra. Anyways, sorry. I do have to like sometimes get little like side bits that I put on the TikTok. All right. I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. Maybe a shorter episode. I don't know. I love you guys. I love you so much. What's coming up in your life? Reach out to me. Longdfriendspod at gmail.com. Okay. I want to know what's going on with you. Oh my God. And if you are one of my older gentleman friends who has found me on the TikTok, Shout out to you kings, okay? All right? I've got like four 50-something old men that are like, hey, well, mama. And I'm like, oh, hi, hello. How did you find me? How did you you get here? Okay. (laughs) All right. I love, I love, 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 love. I love when you comment on my TikToks. I love it. I love it, okay? There's specifically one guy who he comments on them and he's like, you look gorgeous. Oh thank you. I appreciate it. So keep commenting. I love you, my friend. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Long Be Friends pod. Okay. Specifically you, the one gentleman. You know who I'm talking about. Okay. I'll post this bit right here as a clip just for you. Okay. To be like, you friend. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Don't forget to listen. Okay. Listen and like and subscribe and comment. Okay. Because I love you and you love me. So hugs and kisses. All right, friends, that's all that I have for you today. Be good. Make good choices. All right. Live, laugh, love. You can find me on TikTok, live, laugh, loathed, L-O-A-T-H-E-D, right? And I don't know, just keep like living the dream. All right. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Let me know how you like the set. Okay. We haven't bought a new chair yet. I know. We haven't bought a new side table yet. I know. We're working on it, but let me know how you like the wallpaper. I feel like I haven't gotten any comments on the wallpaper and I would like to know. Besides one of my girlfriends, she has said that it's kind of delicious. And I love that. Okay. Love you. Have a good week. Bye.